You are listening to the Actor Aesthetic Podcast, episode 55, How I Afford to Live in New York City as an Actor. Let's get started. It is Maggie Barra here, and welcome to another episode of the Actor Aesthetic Podcast. If this is your first time joining us, then welcome. The Actor Aesthetic Podcast is produced every week for your enjoyment, and show notes are found at actoraesthetic.com slash podcast. You can also follow me on Instagram at Actor Aesthetic, or join our Facebook group, the Actor Aesthetic Tribe. All links are in the show notes. Now let's get on to the show. Today's episode is brought to you by my Build Your Musical Theater audition book online course. Now, as a musical theater actor, you know that your audition book is the most important thing that you own. Whether you're an aspiring actor in high school, a college student getting ready for summer stock auditions, or a professional gearing up for auditions in a big city, your audition book can make or break you. Desperate for some audition book inspiration? Dozens of students are finding massive success with my online course, Build Your Musical Theater Audition Book. As a student of the course, you'll gain access to videos breaking down each genre, including traditional musical theater, contemporary musical theater, and pop and rock, downloadable audition book checklists and templates to stay organized, multiple lists of song suggestions by genre and vocal type, tips on how to find the perfect audition songs, the ultimate guide to making audition cuts, and examples of 32-bar and 16-bar cuts in each genre. Ready to get started? Go to actoraesthetic.com forward slash book to learn more. Okay, hate to burst your bubble, but New York City can be one of the most expensive cities in the United States to live in. So much so that it's often listed as one of the top 10 most expensive cities in the world. According to a 2019 report, Manhattan's monthly rent reached an average of $4,190 a month. And not only that, but the price of nearly everything is way higher than in the suburbs or many other cities in the world. But we all know that New York City is the biggest hub for theater, which is why so many actors flock to the city to pursue their dreams. Despite New York City's high costs, I will say that it is possible to live here on a budget, especially as an actor. No, you certainly can't avoid spending money when you live in New York, but if you plan ahead, you should be able to live comfortably. I have learned a lot about myself, about the New York City economy, and more since moving here a couple months ago, and I am prepared to keep it very real with y'all today. So here is how I afford to live in New York City as an actor. Number one, 
I saved up money before moving to New York City by living at home in New Jersey. So after I graduated from college at Texas State University, I moved back home with my family in New Jersey. They live in central Jersey, and the train ride into midtown Manhattan was only 45 minutes, so it wasn't bad at all. My dad also worked in the city, and he drove in and out every day, so I often would carpool with him in the mornings. And let me tell you, this saved so much money for me from buying train tickets, which were $10.75 one way, plus... $6 to park my car at the train station. Those costs significantly add up over time. I also tried to save money for as long as possible. Graduation gifts, cash tucked into birthday cards, any extra money I had lying around was stored away into a savings account or a literal piggy bank in my room, which still exists there today. I even started my own audition and voice coaching business while I was at home, gaining experience working with students and building a list of clientele. I did all of that while still at home, not paying any sort of rent. There were definitely times when I was going to auditions early in the morning that I really wanted to be living in New York. There were also times when I wanted my independence from my family and I wanted to be living on my own. But ultimately, that year and a half that I spent living with my family was incredible. I saved up a lot of money. I made a lot of money. And I also did a couple of contracts that took me away from home. So I wasn't faced with having to sublet out my apartment in New York City while I was out doing a show because I didn't have one yet. Number two, I live with roommates. So I currently have two other roommates who I love dearly. Not only are they wonderful, but we all keep our cost of living down by living with each other. Having roommates in New York City significantly lowers the cost of rent. They also both studied musical theater and went to Texas State with me. Having an existing relationship with my roommates was crucial. I never wanted to live in New York City with strangers. Now, I know there are safe ways to find roommates these days, apps like Roomy or RoomZoom, and I've had several friends who found super compatible roommates to live with in New York through these apps. So if you don't have someone already to live with and you're thinking about moving to New York City, Roomy is a great app. It's a people-focused roommate-finding app. You can literally filter their interactive map with a variety of conditions from lifestyle preferences regarding alcohol and smoking, as well as pets, amenities in the apartment, and the age and gender of the prospective roommates. Users can request background checks and even pay for rooms securely using the app. There's also RoomZoom, which is a web app that takes some of the guesswork out of searching for a roommate. Basically, users make an account, they fill out a questionnaire, and receive a ranked list of potential matches. RoomZoom uses information about budget and lifestyle habits to provide a curated list of roommate options so you have an idea of who is best to message 
once you get started. Number three, I have a survival job. Survival jobs are not optional. They are a necessity if you want to live and thrive in New York City as an actor. My advice is to find a job as soon as you can. It doesn't have to be full-time with salary and benefits. Taking on two or three part-time jobs is fairly common among artists in New York. Babysitting, teaching, tutoring, waiting tables, etc. Now, my situation is a tad unique simply because my survival job is my own business. However, because I began my blog almost three years ago, I had a pretty solid foundation to work with. My podcast is another platform to attract listeners to my brand, and my online courses, as well as coaching sessions, are how I keep afloat. Number four, I've been making more meals for myself at home. I found that the most economical meals are those that you make for yourself. I'm slowly learning how to cook, I know, sad, but frankly, I got really used to relying on my parents to pay for meals, going out to eat at our favorite restaurants, etc. I'm so awful at meal prepping, but I'm working on it. And remember, the cheapest food is not always the healthiest, so keep an eye out for that. I've also learned that brewing my own coffee or even picking up cold brew from the grocery store has saved me a ton of cash. Because before you know it, a daily trip to Starbucks or Dunkin' Donuts can drain your account within a few weeks. I suggest always carrying snacks and water, food that can travel like sandwiches, fruit, granola bars. They work well for an urban, on-the-go lifestyle. Number five, sales are my lifeline. I am constantly on the lookout for coupons and discounts. And also, generic items tend to be way cheaper than brand names, even when it comes to medications like generic ibuprofen will cost you much less than Advil. Additionally, as a member of SAG-AFTRA and Actors' Equity Association, I often find deals on voice lessons, dance classes, workshops, gym memberships, hotel rooms, massages, makeup, subscriptions, studio spaces, you name it. I just always try to take advantage of the situation at hand. I probably learned that from my mom. Mom, if you're listening, thank you. But... In all seriousness, I will end with this. I am very lucky. I don't have any credit card debt or student loans. I'm definitely still on my parents' phone plan. And because I have a couple of years until I'm off of my parents' insurance, I'm still playing that game. Once you turn 26, you have to find your own insurance. You can no longer use your parents' plan. And Actors' Equity provides an insurance plan. They have their own insurance. And if you work a certain amount of weeks under an equity contract or multiple equity contracts throughout a year, you can qualify to use that insurance. That's one of the many perks of joining the union. 
Since moving to New York City, I will say that I have been working incredibly hard to become more and more financially independent, especially as an actor. It's just not the same as working a nine to five job in New York City in either tech or finance that earns you a six-figure salary. And because my business as a blogger and podcaster and coach is my primary source of income, I really, really have to hustle on the side in addition to auditioning and performing. I chose this life. I love this life. I'm still learning but I wouldn't trade it for anything. And I hope that by sharing my story, it might help you in some way. If it does, I would love to hear it. For more information on survival jobs and side hustles, check out episode 38 of the Actor Aesthetic podcast. There are some gold mines of information in there about different side hustles, different side gigs, how and where to find them. If you've enjoyed today's episode, I would love it if you could screenshot it, share it to your Instagram story, and tag at Actor Aesthetic. I love to see who is following along with me there. If you haven't already, don't forget to hit that subscribe button to join me every week for a brand new episode of the Actor Aesthetic podcast. Until then, this is Maggie Barra. It takes a village. I'll see you next week.